Welcome to AUSA's Army Matters Podcast, focusing on what's important to the total Army community. We bring vital Army conversations and interviews on issues relevant to soldiers, military families, and all of you amazing Army supporters. Rotating each week, our show includes Soldier Today, Army Real Talk, Family Voices, and Thought Leaders. Let's tune into the show. Hello, listeners. I am Unzinga Curry, AUSA's Director of Education and Programs, and this is the Army Real Talk segment of AUSA's Army Matters podcast series. I am so excited about this segment focusing on Veterans Day. On Veterans Day, we honor the brave men and women who have stepped forward to defend our nation throughout our history. As we begin this segment, I would like to highlight a few facts for our listening audience. Did you know that fewer than 1% of Americans choose to serve in the military? That is so interesting because that number seems so low. But on the flip side, 78% of soldiers come from families that have served. Did you know that approximately 160,000 soldiers transition out of the Army annually? with more than 1 million expected to transition in the next decade? Let me see. Lieutenant Colonel Langley, did you know these facts? Wow, Ms. Curry. I've heard as a soldier my entire career that there are less than 1% of us that serve. But I had no idea that the number was so large for soldiers transitioning out of the Army each year. We must ensure that the service of our veterans is never overlooked or forgotten. The Army believes that every soldier is a soldier for life. Here at AUSA, it's our mission to inform, educate, and connect. So in keeping with that, I think it's very appropriate to share during this segment some of the less-known programs that benefit our veterans provided through the United States Department of Veterans Affairs. I'm looking forward to today's podcast with our very special guest for this segment, Sergeant Major Jeff Cherigino the Sergeant Major of the Army, Senior Army Fellow, supporting the United States Department of Veteran Affairs, discussing three important programs that every veteran past, present, and future should be familiar with. Welcome to Army Real Talk, Sergeant Major Cherigino. Well, sir, thank you for having me, and I'm glad to be here today. We're excited to have you here. Back over to you, Ms. Curry. It's time to get real. Sergeant Major, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. And I would love for you to take a minute or two to tell us about yourself as well as your Army career. Well, absolutely. But first, I do want to give thanks and appreciation on behalf of myself and my family to the men and women who serve this country. And when you mentioned some of those stats earlier, it's impressive to think, but today in the U.S., we have more than 19 million American veterans who put on the uniform to protect this country. And so thanks to all the veterans and their families for your service. As mentioned, my name is Sergeant Major Jeff Cherigino. I've served on active duty in the United States for 26 years, and since joining the military in 1995, I've served in numerous assignments and locations. My last assignment was serving as the Garrison Command Sergeant Major in Hawaii. I'm married. We are a blended family with seven children. The military has become a family business for us. Three of our daughters have rightfully earned the title of military spouse, and we have one son who recently got out and another who is still serving. My passion in life is taking care of people, and I couldn't be more happier than doing what I'm doing now. So thanks for having me here today. You are very welcome. Sounds like a beautiful family and your career is very impressive. Will you share a little bit about your current role, your current position? 
Yeah, so as a senior fellow here at the VA, I serve as the military advisor and liaison between the senior leadership of the Department of Defense and the Department of Veterans Affairs. And I spend a lot of my time focused on the transition of service members and their families from the military to the civilian life. So as an Army senior fellow to the Sergeant Major of the Army, what is your touch point with his office? And how does that relate with the Army's number one priority, people first? So in regards to the touch points with the SMA, he's the one who personally interviews and selects his senior fellows. At a minimum, we stay in contact through monthly engagements. And if anything comes up in the interim, it's just really through direct communications. In regards to the Army's number one priority being people, it's not only reserved for those who are currently serving, but the Army is fully committed to taking care of its people even after they served. And that's why we have a Soldier for Life program and that's why you have me here at the VA to advocate and assist on behalf of the Army's number one priority. Sergeant Major Cherigino, the Department of Veterans Affairs mission statement is to provide veterans the world-class benefits and services they have earned, and to do so by adhering to the highest standards of compassion, commitment, excellence, professionalism, integrity, accountability, and stewardship. How does the Department of Veterans Affairs support our veterans and their families? So the one thing I have to say is that when I first came to the VA, I was blown away by the size of the organization. I didn't know that there were so many programs, benefits, and the services that the VA has to offer to support our veterans and their families. Secondly, I was truly impressed with the compassion of the VA leadership and of the people within the organization to serve those who serve. And I'm 100% convinced that when I retire, the VA is going to be there to take care of me. And most importantly, I'm confident that they'll be there to take care of my wife and they're gonna take care of my children who serve. Excellent, excellent. So let's talk about some of these programs that the Department of Veteran Affairs champion. Will you share a little bit about the Solid Start program? Yeah, the Solid Start program is a exceptional program. When you transition from the military to the civilian world, there's a lot of resources that are readily available for you to assist you prior to getting out of the service. You have the Transition Assistance Program, you have Career Skills Program or SkillBridge. You have Army Community Service. You have the in-processing, out-processing. All these things are readily available to you. You also have your military leaders and you have your peers that are there to assist you in the process. But when you get out, those resources that you're accustomed to having, they go away. And those things that you have that you take for granted. Now, there are plenty of resources that are available to you, but you're often left to navigate that transition on your own. This is where the VA Solid Start steps in. And in December of 2019, the VA launched the Solid Start program in an effort to fill that gap. Under this program, the VA is calling every new veteran at three times during their first year after separation. And transition is going to be stressful, and there's going to be a lot of things even our best laid plans have put out. But the VA wants to know you don't have to go through that stress alone, and they're going to be there for you. So what can one expect when they answer the call? So... First, the veteran's gonna receive an email. It's gonna let them know that a phone call will be coming to them and it's gonna have a number on them to be looking for and just to really to answer the phone when it comes. And when they answer, the representative is going to ask them really how they're doing. And everyone is unique in their own transition needs. So each call is tailored to those needs of those individuals. And whether it's filing for a disability claim or whether the veteran wants to get information on home loans or assistance with employment, education, healthcare, you name it, it's going to be tailored to what is going on in the veteran's life now and how the VA can assist them. The representative is also going to talk to them about some time-sensitive deadlines 
that will expire soon after they've separated. Oh, wow. So that's good. But you said the VA contacts the veteran about three times during the transition. When can the veteran expect the call? The first call is going to come within the first 90 days after they separate. And then it's going to be around the 180-day marker, and then the final call will be at 365 days. What I want to say is that it's extremely important to make sure that the VA has your contact information. Otherwise, it's going to be difficult for the VA to know how to get a hold of you. So when you go through the VA portion of TAP, you'll be walked through setting up an account with VA.gov. you got to ensure that the point of contact information is correct in there. And you got to make sure that your information in Milk Connect is also up to date. And then finally, I think the last thing I would like to say about the Solid Start program is just to answer the call. You might be doing well in your transition. You might be thinking that everything is going well, or you may be not want to have anything to do with the military at all. But either way, give it a chance. It's not going to hurt, and you might be missing out on some valuable information that you didn't know about. Good advice. Thank you. So, listeners, we will continue discussing the Department of Veteran Affairs programs for veterans after this. Did you know, as a member of AUSA, you have access to many benefits? From car rental to entertainment discounts, the opportunities are ample. Visit www.ausa.org slash benefits to learn more. Sergeant Major Terragino, there are several programs that the Department of Veteran Affairs champion. Can you share with us the importance of the benefits delivery at discharge or the BDD program? Sergeant Major Terragino, there are several programs that the Department of Veteran Affairs champion. Can you share with us the importance of the benefits delivery at discharge or BDD program? How can it help me as a transitioning or retiring service member? So the benefits delivery at discharge, or commonly referred to as BDD, is when the service member applies for disability compensation while serving on active duty so that they can receive the results upon discharge or shortly thereafter of getting out of the service. So what is disability compensation? It's a tax-free monetary benefit that's paid to our veterans with disabilities that are a result of a disease or injury that they incurred or were aggravated due to military service. Most of us who serve have all got injured. And if you're going to apply for disability compensation, you want to do it before you get out. So it's a monetary benefit Many of the programs and benefits from the VA and even outside of the VA are tied to those injuries that have been deemed service-connected. Fantastic. That's great information to know. Why is this important to do before you get out? The reason why you want to do it to apply for disability compensation while on active duty is that the process can take months from start to finish. The first year after separation is the most difficult period that most of our veterans will face. In fact, veterans in their first year of separation experience suicide rate approximately two times higher than the overall veteran suicide rate. And it's a stressful time. And you wanna make sure that you have that determination made up front so you can have the maximum amount of resources available to you to help during your critical time of transition. Too many service members will wait until they get out before they'll file for their claims. And it's just an undue hardship that could easily have avoided if they would have filed before they got out. So to avoid this undue hardship and understanding that it takes a long time to process, when can you apply for the BDD program and then how? Service members need to apply for the BDD program within 180 to 90 days of separation. Service members learn about the BDD program when they go through the VA portion of TAP. And it's probably the most critical timeline 
for our transitioning service members and our leaders to be aware of. There are several ways to apply for the BBD program. A service member can apply online through va.gov. However, I'd highly encourage service members to seek assistance through a local veteran service organization or VSO. They're really the subject matter experts and they can help the veterans file these claims. These are really good programs, so I appreciate you sharing information about them. Will you also tell us about the veteran employment through technology education courses? I think it's also called Vet Tech. Yeah, absolutely. Vet Tech is just a phenomenal and great program. It's a five-year pilot program that allows veterans to quickly learn the computer skills necessary to start a career in the high-tech industry. And all you need to participate in the program is to have at least one day of unexpired GI Bill entitlements. And this program is really designed to help veterans quickly find employment in occupations that are in high demand. So what types of training does VetTech cover? And also, what benefits can a veteran receive through the program? So there are a lot of different curriculums under the VetTech program. Some of them include network security, information security, cybersecurity, software development, computer programming, just to name a few. As far as the benefits are concerned, it covers the tuition for the training program and money for housing if you're not on active duty. But what is really important about this is that it doesn't even count against your GI Bill benefit. So it's been an extremely popular program so far. We've had more than 2,700 graduates with an average starting salary of more than $60,000 a year. What adds to our transitioning service members is that the Isaacson and Rowe Act, which was signed into law earlier this year, opened up the program to any service member who's transitioning within the next 180 days. And it's a quick way, really, to get on your feet and secure employment. The funds are limited to $45 million a year, and it's on a first-come, first-served basis. So I definitely encourage individuals to apply as soon as possible in order to take advantage of this program. Wow, this has been amazing, learning about these programs, Sergeant Major Chair Gino. If you had just one minute, what words of advice would you share with the younger generation who are either currently transitioning, whether by separating or retiring out of the Army, or plan on transitioning within the next five years? That's an excellent question. And I think the best advice that I can give to anyone when it comes to transitioning or those that are getting out is you got to start the process early. And I'm not talking like 12 months out or five years out. I know it's hard to believe, but preparation for becoming a civilian should start the moment that you come in because there are certain things that you can't do within a year of getting out. Education, having an undergraduate degree or professional certification is great while you're in the military, but it's a requirement to even get your foot in the door in the civilian sector. The same thing goes for your finances. Home loans are tied to credit. And It can take years to build good credit and only a matter of a few bad moments to ruin it. So I would say preparation and starting now is what you need to do for your success. I agree. This is really good information. And we're about to come to a close. But before we do that, do you have any final thoughts you would like to share with our listeners? Or in addition, could you share any websites where folks could go to learn more about the different resources you just shared? Yeah, so absolutely. I'll send links to the three programs that we talked about today, the VetTech program, the BDD program, and then the Solid Start program. For final thought, I would just say for those veterans out there and for those who are about ready to transition, the VA is here to assist. Don't be hesitant or too proud to reach out. There are many services and veterans that VA has that honor your service. And finally, I just want to say thanks to the veterans and thanks to your families. I want to thank you for your service, your patronism, and your willingness to serve and sacrifice for the common good.
Excellent. Excellent. Well, listeners, you heard it. Make sure you look under our show notes so you are able to get the websites and learn about these different resources. Sergeant Major, I appreciate you joining us today. I appreciate you sharing all of this information and talking about how the Department of Veteran Affairs support our veterans and their families. With me being included in that group, I truly thank you for your service, and I hope you have a great Army Day. To all our listeners, thanks for joining us. Be sure to subscribe to the Army Matters podcast on iTunes and everywhere podcasts are found. The Army Matters podcast series is brought to you by the Association of the United States Army, the U.S. Army's professional association, member-supported, Army-connected. Visit us at AUSA.org for more information or to become a member. Your membership helps AUSA continue to carry out its mission to educate, inform, and connect with the total Army, our industry partners, and our supporters of a strong national defense. For questions or to provide topic recommendations, email us at podcast at AUSA.org. Have a great Army Day. Hua.